0: Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. In the Gospel for today, Jesus teaches the Beatitudes, his vision of Christianity. More to it, when you look at the Beatitudes as a whole, they paint a beautiful portrait of Jesus Christ, such that When we live out those beatitudes, we grow into the image and likeness of Christ. Now, how does the gospel for this weekend begin? Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. A city on a mountain cannot be hidden. Well, salt, light, a city, those are interesting metaphors. The one thing that they have in common is that they all are for the sake of something else something outside them that benefits others. Take a look at salt. We just don't sit down at a table and eat a bowl of salt. No. Instead, salt is used for the benefit of other things. We put salt in soups, on meat, even on vegetables. It provides taste. It spices up that flavor. We take a bland piece of food and we add salt. And in doing so, it spices it up. That's why whenever you visit somebody in the hospital, the number one complaint is the food, because it's about low sodium, and salt is linked to high blood pressure. So Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. Well, as Christians, we are to spice up the world. We are to promote and protect the things of this world, everything that is good and true. If you look at the lives of the saints, you read their biographies, They were used as conduits of God's grace to spice up the world and in their own way, whether by their spiritual life, by caring for others, their evangelization, or their teaching. The saints had a zest for life. They made life worthwhile, worth living. And what happened? We all benefit by that. Well, what's the point of the church? Not to fuss or be preoccupied with itself, But the point of the church is to spice up the world, a world that has gone bland because of sin, to preserve everything that is good and right about the world. Well, what else does salt do? Well, it breaks up ice. Who would know this better than us who live in Wisconsin during these winters? We put salt on the ground, on the sidewalks, and it breaks up the ice, and all of a sudden it flows. Well, what's the church's task? As followers of Jesus, we have to loosen up a world that is frozen by its own self-regard, frozen in its own violent ways. Well, we have a melting influence around others, not for the meant for ourselves, but for the icy world that needs us. Well, what else does salt do? Well, it's got a destructive capability to it. The Romans knew this better than anyone. Whenever they conquered a city They plowed in salt into the fields so that it would prevent crops from growing in the future. There's that great story in which the Romans, they finally sacked the city of Carthage. The Carthaginians were bitter rivals to the Romans. And as an insult to injury, the Romans immediately after sacking the city plowed salt into all of their crop fields, preventing them from planting crops in the future, essentially starving them to death. It was their way of a scorched earth policy. So what does this mean for us? Well, if we truly are salt of the earth, therefore as a church, we must go out and destroy all the manifestations of sin, all forms of hatred and violence, injustice, hunger and poverty. Next, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Well, what does light do? Well, it allows us to move and make our way, especially in darkness. Jesus once said, I am the light of the world. Well, with that light, Jesus, with him in our life, we see. We see and we know what to do and where to go in the spiritual life. And so the church helps us to see, to do, and to walk the spiritual path that leads to Jesus Christ. More importantly, it illuminates us. Darkened in areas of our life, the church becomes the beacon of hope when at times all seems hopeless in our life. Jesus continues A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Well, in the ancient world there were no lighthouses. Therefore, when you were at sea, you used the geography of the coastline as a means to navigate by. Especially at night, you had to look for those cities or those towns on a mountain or in a hill and the life they gave off. And in doing so, you could successfully judge where you were in proximity to the coastline or the harbor and navigate relatively safe in order to pull into port. Well, the church is that city on a mountain, not to aggrandize itself or increase its power, but as long as we remain in the church, we now navigate successfully the spiritual life throughout our entire life, so that it always leads to Christ. Now, here's the devastating point of the gospel. Jesus says, But if the salt loses its taste, can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything, but thrown out and trampled underfoot. Well, if salt goes flat, it can't restore its flavor. It's good for nothing, right? Nor can a light that it's lit and put underneath a bushel basket. What happens to the church when it loses its saltiness? And what happens to the church when its light is put under a bushel basket? Well, we lose our whole purpose. What does it mean to lose our saltiness? It means to lose our distinctiveness, our uniqueness as Catholics. When our church simply blends into the world, it doesn't help nor does it spice up the world. The church loses its mission in the world what is the result? Well, now our church looks like everyone else. The church sounds like everyone else. The church moves like everyone else. The church will have the same opinions as everyone else. See, when that happens, what good then is the church? Consequently, the church must hang on to its saltiness. Otherwise, it preserves nothing in this world. It spices up nothing. It breaks up nothing. If our church no longer is that city on the mountain, how will we successfully navigate in the spiritual life? One could argue and say that if our beliefs and what we stand for as Catholics don't upset others in this world, we're not doing our mission or our task. We're not breaking up the icy world. Now, Jesus says, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket, well, the church is not meant to illuminate itself, but instead the world. How do we lose our light when we are as dark as everyone else in this world? When we become a vague echo of the secular culture? That When that happens, then yes, we do lose our light. I'll give you a great concrete example of this. James Burchell wrote a book several years ago, It's entitled Dying of Light. He writes about Christian colleges and universities in the United States, how they were originally founded as to be Christian, but over time they lost their way. And over time they accommodated themselves to the present culture. So now they look and act like any other secular university. And he points out what happened to so many universities like this. Universities like Princeton, Yale, and Harvard, they were all once founded on Christian values as Christian schools, and now, over time, they became secular universities. Therefore, Burchell warns the same thing can happen to Catholic universities like Loyola, Boston College, Notre Dame, and Marquette. If we allow the light of Catholic specificity to go out, then these schools— that were once founded under Catholic teaching and Catholic beliefs, now become secular universities in of themselves. When you look at the history of the Catholic Church in the United States, when we came to America in the 19th century as immigrants, we entered into a very Protestant culture. So Catholics ghettoized themselves, which means they lived together on their own neighborhoods, Catholics had their own hospitals and their own schools. In doing so, the Catholics emphasized their own particularity as Catholics, different from the Protestants. That's good, very good. But what's the hidden danger? The Catholics did not go out into this world and be that salt or that light. Instead, they were salty and they were the light for their own sake and not for the world. The Catholics, during that time, they did not illuminate the culture or the politics. They did not illuminate the entertainment or the media. Now, after Vatican II, the pendulum swung the other way. Our church was so eager to go out into this world that we lost part of our distinctiveness as Catholics, and we became a part of the echo of the world. The key that we must maintain is that we have to be both salty and spicy. We have to be that light, not just for ourselves, but for the world. We have to preserve our distinctiveness as Catholics in order to preserve all the things that are good and true in this world. Yes, we must be the light of the world. That light must shine to illuminate the world. As far as who we are as a church, we must be that city on a mountain, if we are to guide people in this world to Jesus Christ. And so, salt, light, a city set on a mountain, these are things in which we find our holiness in cultivating our distinctiveness and then using that uniqueness that we have as Catholics to go out into this world and preserve everything that is good and true about the world. And in doing so, we bring people to Jesus Christ which is essentially the mission of our church. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.